Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. I'd like to kick off by saying I have nothing to do with this. (laughs) Dom has forced... Yeah. The following into the show this evening. Yep. This is a warning. Mm. Before 11 o'clock tonight, there will be some Christmas chat. I am aware that it's the 19th of November. Yep. That is what I said to Dom. We're a month away. A mm. month and a week. It and is it, too you know early. What? No, well, it's shocking that I've left it this long, really. Yeah. I mean, really, I had, think I've had amazing self-control. Last year, I was talking Christmas every day in August. Yeah. Oh, you know I love Christmas, and I've waited until late November to bring it up this year. Yeah, what, what we're trying to do is we're trying to control it. With yeah. Dom, so we yeah. have given him a diary. That's it. So he can do a Christmas diary, and so yeah, he well, can he can have a little entry every yeah. now and then. That's that's the agreement we've come to. We have to compromise. I know there's a lot of people who will be <laughs> like, I don't like hearing Christmas related stuff too early. I yep. apologize. I've tried my best. Okay, but well, when hold you on. but when you have such a Christmas spirit yeah. over the other side of the desk like Dom, yeah. It's hard to control. Well, what you what you basically done is you've decided to set cord, like cordon off one area of the show yeah. for Christmas chat. Yeah. So it'll be there. It'll exist there. That'll get it out of my system. Yeah. But it can't go. Anywhere. It can't leak over to the whole show. That's your aim, I think. I'm trying to put it in a little box. Yeah. And it's like we can't get rid of it. Yeah. Let's control <laughs> it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, you and I are pretty. Uh... Uh, I don't know if we're amused or outraged by what Hasbro have done. Um, it's one of the two. Maybe it's a bit of both. They have released a new version of Monopoly, uh, Millennial Monopoly. It's mm-hmm. been doing the rounds a bit the past few days. And I think reading the press release that they've put out about it is one of the most condescending, infuriating things I've seen. Millennial Monopoly. Monopoly yeah. for millennials. Well, because normal Monopoly wasn't appropriate, obviously. Apparently. So how have they made it more appropriate for millennials, Don? Well, so on the cover of the game, Mr. Yeah. Monopoly... Is holding a coffee, wearing headphones, and snapping a selfie. Oh, so millennial. Oh, doesn't that just that's just us, isn't it? Mm. Uh, the tagline is "Forget real estate; you can't afford it anyway." Well, that's true. That bit is true. Um, but still, I mean, I don't know. This this feels like an attempt to relate. My assumption yeah. is it's going to be a lot of smartphones and avocado <laughs> yep. references. Well, they say that instead of buying property, you collect experiences like going to a meditation retreat, mm-hmm. crashing on a friend's couch, or dining at a vegan bistro. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Monopoly need to rein it in, <laughs> they, well, I think, because I, yeah. there's too many different types of Monopoly, and I think this is a good example of that. They've gone too far. They've obviously got to the end of whatever (laughs) movies are coming out. (laughs) Well, and also, they've replaced the classic game pieces with a crying emoji and a hashtag So what's Mayfair? What's the most expensive one? Do you know? I can't imagine. I would imagine it's avocado on toast. That would have to be the Mayfair of of Millennial Monopoly. But it does feel like, I mean, I think when, when we were younger, I think there were like three Monopolies. The main one, and then there was like a US one, a UK one, yeah. and maybe one themed edition. No, I don't even remember that. When I was a kid, <laughs> yep. there was Monopoly and Monopoly Junior. Right, okay. That yep. was it. That's and it. that's the way I liked it. <laughs> yep. There's too many types of Mono- Monopoly these it's days. It's getting ridiculous. I, I've seen Star Wars Monopoly. Yeah. I've seen Lego Monopoly. Yep. I assume, and I'll put money on, that there's a Minion Monopoly out there. <laughs> If there is Minion Monopoly, that is what I'm in favour of. You yeah. know I love the Minions. I'm a big fan. I know well, your family has like six Monopoly yeah, boards. Yeah. Well, what we, do you got? I mean, we made a, a video on our Facebook page years ago mm. that had the Monopoly uh, games in the background and someone someone noticed it and zoomed in and picked up on, I think, the six different Monopolies. Probably the most interesting one is we have a 2006 
Australian cricket team monopoly. Yep. You got suck it um, into that, obviously. <laughs> that was $70. And that's in 2006. Money, Here's a so news flash. Yeah. Changing the pitches on the board <laughs> yep. doesn't make it any more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It still goes for six hours and yeah. it's still boring as anything. Well, in saying that, uh, I think the Mayfair on the... The Mayfair on the cricket one was Shane Warne. Okay, well, and that's, okay, that will make it a little more interesting because yeah. obviously we are big fans of Warney. Everyone wanted to buy Warney in that game in particular. And so I did enjoy that edition. But, but you do that, have, honestly, you have yeah. six. Do you have any others? Uh, we had Pirates of the Caribbean Monopoly. Um, we had a Doctor Who Monopoly. Why are you buying so many? Well, be, no, we get it as gifts because here's here is the classic problem with the different versions of Monopoly. Someone finds out that my brother might be into Pirates of the Caribbean, so they buy the Pirates of the Caribbean Monopoly. He's right. not into Monopoly. That's how they're surviving. That's the problem. Christmas, and that's what it's, yes. I've just realized it's a month away from Christmas. That's what's going on that's here. That's what's happening. They need a Monopoly for every year. Yeah, that's and no it. big movies came out this year. Yeah. So they had, or at least that they couldn't get the licensing for. So they're like, what could we do? Um, Millennials aren't really playing board games anymore. Let's get them to play. I I have a very vague memory that there might have been an Australian Idol Monopoly for one season where they had the top 12 contestants, Dico Marsha and Mark Holden. (laughs) I would buy that one. (laughs) Well, I want to know, I guess, how wide this is. How many different Monopolies are out there? 131060. Do you have a novelty version of Monopoly? What What is it? Because, I mean, I don't know if they just have like 15 or 20, if we've just listed off all of them. Or have they been making hundreds? Do you know what I mean? That we're just not well, aware of. Well, they've made one for pretty much every city on the planet, I believe. I think that's right. Yeah. Well, wasn't a Gold Coast one announced like well, a month most, ago? That is the most recent Australian monopoly, yeah. was Gold Coast Monopoly. Yeah. Um, so that's not even a capital city anymore. No, they've done the capitals. Yeah. They've done all the capitals. They did Australia in general. I think they've done state monopoly. I think there was a Victoria monopoly, a Queensland monopoly. <laughs> I mean, it's getting to the point they're going to do suburbs soon. It's going to be actual real estate. It's just going to be <laughs> yep. That's it. all the different suburbs um, of your town. Well, look, 131060, what novelty monopoly do you have? How many are out there? We have Emma in Melbourne. What monopoly do you have, Emma? Hi, guys. Um, so the block monopoly came out this year, oh, yeah. and my mum sent me to the store to buy it. Is she a big block fan? Is that the idea? No, she bought it for the chance to win the apartment. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that worked well then. Monopoly would have been happy with that. That was the one that famously had Scott Cam as the Monopoly man. Yep. Um, have you played yep. it, Emma? Once. Once. Okay. Was it any... And we've had it for probably two months. And yeah. What were the different properties? Um, well, they had the different block properties. So that was like the block get in. Um... Is there enough to fill a whole board? Questionably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like some are like gimme ones, but yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I guess you'd have to be a pretty big block fan to mm. remember all the properties, I, wouldn't you? I would think, that if you looked at a, a, a chart of how much Block Monopoly sold for new to how much it'll be worth in two years' time, yeah. that will be one of the steepest drop-offs in percentage value mm-hmm. that's ever existed. That will be in charity shops all around Australia in two years. Bridget on 131060, what Monopoly do you have? I have Simpsons Monopoly. Okay, I reckon this would have been one of the early versions of Monopoly, the novelty versions. I think I got it maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. This would have been when so, Monopoly was just discovering that they could do novelty versions, I reckon. Is it? Is it any yeah, good? It was, like, it was the one that has the like little remote control bank. So you got like a credit card, and on the credit card there was like Mr. Burns, which <laughs> okay. was my favourite. Yeah. I don't mind that. I mean, because that's a different way of playing the game. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't mind the Simpsons one, because I'm just thinking, I imagine they have, you know, like the school and the Quickie Mart. And that's it. There's actual the places you can go, right? The power plant. 
Yeah, that's The Simpsons one. I'm actually on board with that. Yeah. I, I didn't expect to come around on one of these, but I have. Uh, we have Bronte in Melbourne. Uh, what have you got, Bronte? Um, I have the cheerleading version of Monopoly. The cheerleading so, version? What's cheerleading, that? Cheerleading, yep. So they made 250 copies yeah. of the cheerleading version of Monopoly. It's very redundant and ridiculous. Yeah. And you go to different cheerleading competitions and you have to buy them. Are they are they real cheerleading competitions? They are. They're real cheerleading competitions in America, though. Right. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, sure. I, I, I know cheerleading is big in America, but we've really stepped down since The Simpsons. Yeah, we have. Maybe the biggest show that was ever made to <laughs> cheerleading competitions. Uh, Sammy is on the Central Coast. You've got a few for us here. Sammy, what have you got? I do. So I have the original Monopoly. Yeah. I have the Australian Monopoly with the credit card. I have Bibleopoly. Yeah. I've got Horseopoly and Zelda Monopoly. <laughs> Horseopoly? <laughs> What's Horseopoly? Yeah. What's that? Um, so Horseopoly, you pretty much buy different breeds of horses. So it goes from like oh the really cheap ones like Pasifinos and Tennessee Walkers to yeah. the really expensive ones like the Pintos and the Palominos. <laughs> so you, do you understand those references, Sammy? <laughs> Somewhat. I kind of understand them because my sister used to ride horses when she was younger, so she kind of used to tell me about them all the right. time. So but if you're wow, into horses, you'd understand it. I guess every yeah. single hobby in the world, it seems like there's a monopoly for it. A horseopoly is. Surely, when they were sitting around in the room and said, is anyone going to buy horseopoly? Someone should have popped up and said, guys, we've gone too far. Yep. Although, well, it must be relatively yeah. low cost yeah. to do because they're making so many of them. Belinda in Bendigo, this might be my favourite. What have you got? <laughs> I've got Hansonopoly. As in the, the band. band Hanson, yes. Okay. I wasn't when I saw Hansonopoly written on the phone screen here, I was hoping it was the band and not Pauline Hanson. <laughs> but okay, so no, when did they come out with two that? Versions. There's two versions of it out. It yeah. came out a couple of years ago. Hmm. And um yeah, it's pretty fun actually. But <laughs> the Hanson? Like as in yeah, Umbop. As in Umbop, yeah. Is Umbop What's, what 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 are you buying? You're buying it's like you basically you've got to um, become the biggest band in the universe sort of thing. So you've got to buy all these properties, like the recording studios and different things along the way. And, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it's pretty okay. cool. Is Umbop <laughs> built into the game in any capacity? <laughs> well, it is mentioned in there a couple of times. I'd have to admit that. Chance cards, things like that probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Umbop got played on the radio, get 50 cents <laughs> or whatever it is. What do you reckon when your band yeah. releases a Monopoly? Yeah. Is it... Mm. A good sign for your career or a bad sign? What do you think? <laughs> well, I, I don't think any of the top five... I don't think Taylor Swift has a monopoly coming yeah, out anytime soon. Right. I'll put it that way. Well, also, I mean, they haven't had a hit in 20 years, so <laughs> that's probably the bigger indicator. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I would like to apologise in advance for this. <laughs> Dom's Christmas Diary. I'm sitting across from Dom, the country's biggest Christmas fan. I can't control his Christmas spirit. So what I've tried to do is section it off into an area so we know where it is. Yeah, well, that's it. Just so you can maintain it and not let it get out of control. And I'm happy to be here. This is like my little Christmas corner of the show, Zach, where I can just finally talk all the festive stuff I want to talk about. This is Dom's Christmas Diary where he updates everyone on his Christmas activities he's done that day. Yeah. Surely you haven't been doing activities over the weekend. Of course I have. I mean, you got to get started early, Zach. And this is like uh, the main thing. I'll be honest. At the moment, the main way Christmas has come into my life yeah. is around Christmas Facebook groups, which I uh, this is my first year in Christmas Facebook groups. I had the thought in October, 
um, like a month or so ago, like there must be a heap of groups out there for people who love Christmas on Facebook. I'm yep. going to join them all. You looking for your people. I'm looking for, yeah, that's basically, you know, that episode of Pokemon where Pikachu finds all the other Pikachus in the forest. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking episode. But that's sort of what's going on here. I'm looking for my Pikachus. Yeah. Did you find them? I found What's them. Going on? <laughs> so so yeah. you've added or yep. joined mm. a number of Christmas related groups on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And can I just say, I think this is what Zuckerberg had in mind when he invented Facebook. Is my it? Facebook experience has gone through the roof with yeah. festive joy. I'll just tell you some of the groups. I'm, I'm not sure if in the Facebook boardrooms, <laughs> yeah. whether when yeah. they're reporting the revenue for each quarter, whether festive joy <laughs> is one of the things that they no, t- ch- keep record of. They'd have a chart. They'd have a chart. Here's some of the groups I'm in, Zach. I've joined Christmas Fanatics. Yeah, well, that's here. Uh, Christmas all year long. <laughs> Christmas year round. Similar name, different yeah, group. I, do they compete with each other? <laughs> There's a little bit of, there actually is a bit of uh, competition because these all sit between 25,000 and 100,000 members. Yeah. So they're all kind of jostling. Uh, Christmas uh, every day is another okay, one. Okay, geez, they're all on the same theme. <laughs> we love Christmas. Christmas everything, yeah. Um, Christmas all day, every day. <laughs> These are some of them. Um, it seems the fact that people would like Christmas more than one day <laughs> a year seems to be the dominant thing. That does in your seem Christmas to come into groups. it a lot. Yeah, there's also uh, Christmas mums. I are mean, you in that one? <laughs> I am in that one. You're not mum. I'm not a mum, but my theory was that who knows Christmas best? It's the mums. I'll get some tips. Oh, so they them. have all the good stuff. They got the good stuff. So is that been the end. best one? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Is it? They're sharing tips of what they're buying their kids for Christmas or making their kids. Yeah, and you're writing it down for yourself. I'm taking notes. Your shopping list for mum. I just today joined Christmas villages and train setups. That's a oh, new one for no. me. <laughs> that's a new level, if I'm that's, honest. That's new for me. Because, I mean, like, um, Christmas, if, if I'm completely honest from yeah, my point of view, sure. the way that you're into Christmas, I find a little weird. <laughs> it's another level if you start setting up Christmas villages. <laughs> do I, do um, you have any trains? Yeah, I got I got one train at the moment. Okay, you have a Christmas train. It just goes around the tree. But yeah. I might I might extend the track this year. Yeah. You never know. What does the um, villagers think about that? Uh, well, you know, they're petitioning against it. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, and the one, and this is a bit of a shame, uh, there is a group called Christmas is a Lifestyle, and they've left me pending for a month. They haven't let me in yet. Oh, uh-huh, you have to prove yourself. Yeah, all of these you've got to prove yourself. You've got to answer a question of, like, tell me why you love Christmas, or tell us about your favorite Christmas memory. Are they all open-ended like that? Yes. Yeah, yes. So, so you can't be wrong. You can't be wrong. You just have to prove your Christmas spirit. But before the admins will let you into the group, they want to check you actually like Christmas. Yeah. And this is serious stuff. In one of the groups today, um, I did see the admin post this saying, I don't mean to sound disrespectful, but some members don't seem to understand and respect the simple rules of this group. Well, what are the rules? It is for Christmas cheer only. Anybody posting about things unrelated to Christmas will be immediately removed and reported to Facebook. That doesn't seem very cheerful, though. <laughs> well, that's the I think, irony. No, well, someone was posting about their son's birthday, and yeah. it, and they kept posting about what, it. Was it God? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one yeah, where it's appropriate. True. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, look, if God pops into the group, then I guess he can do that. Oh, this um, I, I, your, mm. your levels of Christmas cheer have reached another level. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that people were in Christmas groups on Facebook. Yeah, no, it is nuts. One of the groups is full of people who dress up as Santas at shopping centers, swapping notes on how to be a good Santa. Uh. That's been one of the groups. It is a whole other world out there. The, the only downside, if it is a downside, is I haven't seen a post from a fr- family member or friend in months. Because <laughs> my whole Facebook timeline is these posts. People posting their Christmas trees, their yeah. wreaths, their yeah. cards. So you're saying if you join these Christmas groups, you don't see yeah. any posts from friends and family? Yeah, they're gone forever. What were the groups again? 
Just might write those down. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I think most people's Instagram feeds are mostly filled with friends, family, maybe celebrities. People probably within a 10, maybe 20 year age gap of them. I don't think so. Not anymore. Not anymore? It used to be a refuge for the young. Yeah, well, it is changing drastically. Look, the old people have found it. Yeah. That's the warning message we have to put out. They found Instagram. Run. Um, because there's a new story today, Zach, of an 85-year-old from the UK uh, called David Cyril, who is only 500 followers off hitting 100,000 Instagram followers. So this guy is basically, he's uh, losing weight, he's living life in his pensioner years, and he's posting it all on his Instagram account, which is at David Cyril underscore SW. Now, if you want to know what an 85-year-old's Instagram account sounds like, this is a video he put up. Good evening, everybody. Now then, I'm going to make some soup tomorrow, so what kind of soup should I make? Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> is that not incredible? And also, he does Instagram better than you, Dom. Oh, so, shut up! <laughs> I mean, he's 60 years older, Yeah, but already better at technology. He's, he's doing a great job of it. So he, every day, he's posting daily at the moment, this guy. He posts pictures of his meals, family days out, general life activities, like he posted getting a haircut recently. I think I'm going to jump on this train. <laughs> he's just a lovely old man. And you know what? It feels like you get to have a granddad in your Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, I already have grandparents in my Instagram feed because my grandma has Instagram. Okay, well, you haven't mentioned this on the show before. I don't well, think. why would I mention? Why would I don't? I haven't mentioned I think, every family member who's on Instagram. No, well, I think that's a really. I would think that's a point of interest. I don't think there's many grandparents on Instagram. My friends' grandparents are on Instagram. Are you serious? Yeah. How old? Eighty, I guess. Good lord! What does your grandma post? She doesn't post anything. Just like. Uh, she's she's lurking. Yeah, your well, it's lurking. not lurking. Well, it sort of is. It's looking at pictures of her kids and grandkids. <laughs> well, the closest I have is this the the woman you and I love, Jeanette Nizak, mm-hmm. who uh, I don't even remember how I found this this grandma who's on Instagram. But Jeanette Nee's bio is just a grandma slowly learning the iPad and Instagram, loving life in the retirement village. Do you and think Jeanette Nee's uh, <laughs> Australia's version of... Of this guy. I think Jeanette Nee is. Jeanette's just under 1,000 followers at the so moment. So a bit off 100,000. Look, we can get there with Jeanette. Jeanette and her husband, Don, in the retirement village are great content if you're after them. But I want to know how widespread this, uh, this thing of old people on Instagram is. So 131060, do you have a grandparent on Instagram or even a great-grandparent on Instagram? I mean, who do you, how old do you reckon Instagram is? I know they've got a minimum age. Mm. Is there a maximum age? And how do they use it? I would yes, love to know yes. if any grandparents are going live. Well, that'd be great. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. just liking and commenting, that's one level. Yeah. But then if you're using stories, mm. if you're going live, if they're using the face filters, that's a, that's a whole nother um, yeah. ability that they could learn in their old age. I, I don't know if you remember this, because I got used to follow Jeanette Nee. Yeah. Jeanette Nee a little while ago was live for about two hours. <laughs> and then the very end of the live video was her looking at the camera saying, oh, it's live. And then it turned off. <laughs> so that's the sort of fun you get on that account. Uh, 131060 is a grandparent you know of on Instagram. We have Daniel in Griffith. Uh, what, have you got one? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, my grandmother on my mum's side, uh, she's in her 70s, and she knows how to use Facebook better than my own mother. Okay. okay. Is she posting and stuff like that, or does she just comment on things? Uh, very very rarely posts anything. Yeah. It's mm. more just, uh, you know, keep up with the grandkids yeah. and the yeah. daughters and the in-laws and stuff like that. And Here's the, here's and the like, question... And, and, the question I've got for you, Daniel, does uh, the, your grandmother use emoji? 
Uh, she does know how to use emojis. She also knows how to do group chats and video, <laughs> and, and, and video call over to relatives in Italy and everything. Oh, okay. that's so cool. That's awesome. That's what social media should be used for. You know the one thing I've noticed about people over 70 on Facebook? What's that? They are the only ones who love to use the waving feature. Have what you, waving feature? You know feature? how you can wave at somebody in Facebook Messenger? No. You've never known this. You can wave at someone in Messenger and it says, so-and-so is waving at you. Right. The people I have on my Facebook who are over 70 are the only ones who wave. Yeah. You in a bit of a wave back and forth, <laughs> Well, you? I'll just wake up and I'll be like, why is this person messaging me? Oh, they're waving at me. Okay. Maybe <laughs> they'll drive him by. <laughs> well, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Georgia on 131060. Uh, you've got a granddad on Instagram. Yes. Yes, I do. How old is he? Uh, he is 77. 77. That's impressive. And what does he post? Um, he mainly posts. Uh, photos of like where he is if he goes out for the day mm. and like he'll um, caption it where he is like you know uh, Newcastle, New South Wales, Australia so I don't know all his overseas fans I guess can tell where he is <laughs> and he'll also post photos of grandkids and stuff um, and he comments on all our photos. Yeah wow so he's using the app a fair bit then. He's I don't understand yeah. why mm. millennials get all the rap about being into social media and the smartphones because it sounds like yeah. grandparents are just as into it as the kids are. Well it is getting that way. I mean it does sort of feel I mean we were talking about this earlier. It does sort of feel like young people will find a new social media and then at a slower pace the older people gravitate over to that social media over yeah. time. Mm. I like grandparents have found it now. for a long time was yes for young people but now the young people who were the kids of the people who found it. That's it. They've don't think it's over. very cool anymore because well, so their parents are on it. Basically what I'm saying is grandparents on Tinder can't be too far off. <laughs> does that happen? They, I imagine it does. I'll be honest. Anytime I've ventured onto a dating app, I haven't set my age range. It can go up to like 90. I haven't gone that, I haven't okay, gone that then why did grandparents <laughs> on Tinder? Well, that's a whole different phone topic. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time for Zach to infuriate the Harry Potter fans of the country again. Harry Potter and the Prisoner Who's Not a Fan. Oh, can I just say, yeah, I'm not trying to make anyone angry. I'm just giving my honest thoughts on the movie, and I think that should be allowed. Well, Zach had never seen Harry Potter before. I set him the challenge to watch them all, thinking it would win him over and make him stop paying the films out. The first two films you weren't very glowing in your review of. Today you have watched The Prisoner of Azkaban. Now, this is the third one. This is the one with uh, Sirius Black, mm-hmm. where Sirius Black enters the fray. Um, and it's also the one I think where Hagrid gets a teaching okay, job. Okay, well, I've got my review. You here, You got your John. review. Do you want to? Do you want to read us You're this one? Going through all my plot points. Well, just just to set the scene for those who don't remember the third film. Okay, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban yeah. is about a new character named Sirius Black. Yeah. In my opinion, J.K. Rowling missed a great opportunity to call it Harry Potter and the Why So Serious Black. Would have been much better. <laughs> In this movie, Hagrid yeah. becomes a teacher. <laughs> His place will be taken by none other than our own Rubius Hagrid. That's right. The caretaker is teaching classes. Hogwarts is just handing out degrees now. <laughs> These parents are spending thousands of money, dollars, <laughs> yeah. sending their kids to this prestigious magic school, mm. and the teachers aren't even qualified. Well, I mean, but it's Hagrid. Who wouldn't want their kid taught by Hagrid? Hagrid can be the caretaker. Yeah. He can look after the animals. Yeah. That's what he's qualified for, Dom. Well, he You're misses a, with animals. What happens you, in yeah. his first lesson? Yeah. A kid gets injured. Yeah, okay. Well, I could have seen yeah. that coming. All right, maybe Hagrid should have gone to the health and safety training. I will give you that. I think this should be reported to the magical Karen <laughs> Affair. <laughs> And they should do a story on it. <laughs> in The Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry becomes a very powerful wizard. I heard Snape telling Dumbledore, 
According to him, only a really powerful wizard could have conjured it. Even though Harry is powerful, there's still one spell he can't figure out. How to get 20-20 vision. How can a powerful wizard still <laughs> need glasses? What, those wands can't perform laser surgery? I don't believe it. Okay, well, I think that's a bit of a, a dig. Yes, they can't do everything. What do you think? They're not magic. I mean, they are magic. That's sort of the point. But they're not, they don't do everything. Well, how am I meant to know that? Okay. He's just he's fighting off yeah. demons yeah. or whatever the hell those things are. Dementors. Dementors. <laughs> they're not demons. Oh, it's pretty close. <laughs> And sure. what? He can't fix his eyesight? Were you scared by the Dementors? Ah, uh, no. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought they were terrifying. Yeah, but didn't you watch it as a child? Yeah, but I still think they're terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't work for you, clearly. <laughs> In The Prisoner of Azkaban, they yeah. introduce time travel. This is a time turner, Harry. You mean we've gone back in time? Yes. Time travel is a big part of this movie, which is convenient because I want to travel back to a time before I saw it. <laughs> Uh, okay, now I understand that part of your fun is being against Harry Potter, but you surely you actually enjoyed this one. Okay, well, this is what I'll say. Okay, great. Here Overall, we go. this yeah. film was better than the first two combined, but that's mm. not saying much because I'd also say the same about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? I, I have this music in the system here that we're playing right now because I'm thinking when you say I'm finally a Harry Potter fan, I'll boost it up like that. Yep. We'll celebrate. But every time so far, I have to fade it well, out. Well, we're closer because I said it was better than the first two. I guess that's true. If we continue on this graph, on this trend, hmm. by the time you get to Deathly well, Hallows Part yeah, 1... Isn't that the idea? Isn't there eight of them? Yeah, there's eight so of them. So at least so, I'm on an uphill... Yeah. Uh, there we go. You know, uh, and, and the acting's starting to improve too, isn't it? Slightly. Slightly. There we go. I we're mean, there's that, that, that scene where Harry's meant to cry. Yeah. And he's under the blanket yeah. and he's sobbing. Yeah. And then they take the blanket off and <laughs> he's very obviously not crying. <laughs> and there's no tears on him at all. All right. And anyway. I'm like, come on, Radcliffe. <laughs> I know that you're 14, but pick it up. Well, the positive news is Zach is one step closer to joining us at the Harry Potter conventions. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Shane Warne explained what he's like in the McDonald's drive through It's about that ability to block out whatever else is going on. It's just purely concentration. And what actually happens is it all happens in slow motion and easy. It just happens. Also, Ariana Grande is at school this week. It's always really fun. You know, there's games and gambling and, and cooking and drinking, and it's very fun. And Donald Trump has written letters to Santa telling him what he wants for Christmas. They're incredible letters. They're letters that are magnificent. We have a very good relationship. He likes me. I like him. We get along. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. <laughs> This is where Dom gets to run free with the wind in his hair. No one to stop any of his ideas making it to the radio show. And I understand tonight, Dom, you would like to talk about pillows. Well, can I just say, I'm going to fade this music down, Zach, because this segment hasn't popped up for a long time. The segment where you shoved my bad ideas because you didn't want to be associated with them. (laughs) Which is really why that segment was invented. No, 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 no it wasn't. No, it, it was. was. You, you wanted to do mm. a game called What's Your Oldest Coin? I did. And that was great. And we said no for like two years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then we well, finally said you can have your own segment where you yeah. can do as many What's Your Oldest Coin as you want. Well, after a year of freedom not being a segment on this show, yeah. today I quite seriously, legitimately pitched that we should do the phone topic 
how old's your pillow? Pretty close to what's well, the oldest one. Shut up. Shut up, okay? Because then Zach said, yeah, we can do Freedom. We'll bring Freedom back and do it there. And I'm, I'm just sitting here wondering, why why do I have to play that this is a bad segment opener? It's not this is a bad segment. That's what it is. It is That's not. what it is in your head. No, it's not. It's, oh, it it's a chance for you to express oh, yourself. Shut up. Unfiltered. Shut up. Unfiltered. Anyway, you don't have to go through any. You don't have right. to go through any of the hoops and hurdles that you have <laughs> yeah. to jump to. Usually, get right, an well, idea on the radio. I'm just going to pretend that that's right because here's what's happened, Zach. I went to buy some pillows over the weekend. Yeah, tell me more. Because you were talking on Thursday about pillows, yeah. and it made me think I I should probably go get new pillows. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I think it'd been three years since I yep. last got pillows. So this what Friday night, Saturday night, uh, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Yep. Um, after a big weekend. Where, what pillow store did you go to? I went to Maya. Okay. Uh, to buy pillows. And I got in a chat with the pillow salesperson. He was walking around and him and I got in a good chat. Uh, he, he recommended some pillows and then he said, so how long since you last bought pillows? And I said, geez, would have been about three years. And I knew that it would be a, a, about three years. Can I have a, yeah. just, it, it's good that you're in a pillow shop because I'm dozing off a little bit. So okay. Shut up. If we could, okay. You know could we what? get to the point that you had a pillow for three years? Yeah. The point <laughs> The point was, he said, you know, you're meant to change your pillows every six months. Yeah. And I said, no, you're not. He said, yes, they become very dangerous bacteria filled things mm-hmm. in, within six to 12 months. Yeah. If you don't get a new pillow every six months, you could be doing yourself real damage. Okay. Right. Now, did you know that every six months? I don't care. <laughs> what do you mean you don't care? This is really dangerous. I don't care what number they say. Okay. Well, I don't, are you accusing this guy of lying to sales tactics? Um, I mean, that is a possibility, but I mean, like if it was that important, I think yeah. everyone would know about it. Well, I don't know. I, I trust the guy. I did some Googling. Well, we're all alive, some... aren't we? Everyone who's hearing this. Yeah, but maybe. And I this... don't think anyone's changing their pillow okay. every six months. If anyone's listening and you're feeling tired, maybe you're feeling a bit sick lately, maybe this is why. No. What I want to know. 13, well, 10, Well, producer 16... Michael's just looked it up. He reckons yeah. you meant to change it every three years. Okay. Well, that's rubbish. Michael's wrong because this guy's a pillow expert. Yeah. So 13, 10, Well, maybe 16... we could hear from a pillow expert who isn't trying to sell them. <laughs> 131060, how old's your pillow? That is the phone talk we were doing. That's what I pitched earlier this afternoon. That's what Zach thought was a bad segment. I don't know, but I want want to do it. How old is your pillow? How long has it been since you bought one? Because, I mean, I felt bad at three years, but maybe three years comparatively isn't that bad. How do you even know? How do you remember when you bought a pillow last? Well, I was mid-story about how I remember when I bought a pillow last, and you jumped in on top of me. Okay. I bought a pillow last the day that the the first Star Wars film came out of the new reboot. Yeah, I'm glad I interrupted. (laughs) Shut up! What? (laughs) Okay, that was late 2015. So you're telling a story about how you bought a pillow three years ago. Yes, I did. And that's the story I have for you tonight. 13, 10, 60, Dom's asking, yeah. <laughs> what's your oldest pillow? Well, not what's your oldest pillow. How old's... I'm, I feel like you're taking the piss out of this on what, purpose. Sorry, what did I say? What's your oldest pillow? What How is it? old's your pillow? Oh, that's the same thing. 13, 10, 60, give us a call. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Freedom. This is where Dom can run with the wind in his hair. Any idea he comes up with goes straight on the show tonight. He's asking on 131060, what's your oldest pillow? That's right, Zach. I I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't. I bought pillows over the weekend and the pillow salesperson was telling me about uh, 
Hey, you meant to change your pillows every six months. Mm. New pillows every six months or it's quite dangerous. Pillow expiry dates. Yeah, I didn't know this. I didn't. Like, I think I'd had three years for my last set. Yeah. Didn't know you meant to change them every six months. So I want to know how old people's pillows are because I think this could be a major health hazard that the country hasn't been informed of. Mm. You're skeptical. Yeah, no, I I think if it was a leading cause of illness, yep. maybe the health professionals of the country yeah. might Zach, they might, you, they might yeah. have taken it a bit more seriously previous to this point. If you'd hung out with this guy for half an hour like mm. I did trying pillows, yeah. you know, you you would have been on board too. Yeah, but he convinced you to buy a more expensive pillow, didn't he? Yeah, they're 150 dollars each. Yeah, that's uh how many did you buy? Two. You bought $250 pillows. Yep. You spent $300 on had, pillows. Well, no, they had 40% off. Bargain, 190 bucks. Maddie in oh, Newcastle. practically free. <laughs> They're throwing them away. <laughs> Maddie in Newcastle. How old's your pillow? Uh, about seven years. Oh, wow. Well, okay, Watch Maddie. Out, so Maddie. you're like, you're <laughs> Look, fo- still alive and kicking. So. Yeah, that's right. You're 14 <laughs> times over the limit here. Why Why haven't you got a new one in seven years? Because I've attached the pillow. I don't know. I've spent about uh, $150 on it. It's one of those V pillows. Yeah. Mm. And do you so, take it with you when you travel, Maddie? I do. Yeah, <laughs> I can't it. go anywhere without it. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you know what? I mean, not my words. I'm just saying be careful, Maddie. Maybe take it for like a screening, like a biopsy. But so hang on, Dom. Yeah. Your $300 pillows, are you planning to replace those in three months? Six months. In six months? Well, I'm, this is what the guy told me. He so gave me his your, business card. your budget for pillows in yeah. a year is going to be $600 a year on pillows. <laughs> I should have bought I would more spend there in the 45 sale. <laughs> A year? Yeah. Yeah. You know, two you twenty dollar pillows. But this actually, no, no, that's not even a year. Mm. Maybe I'd replace them every year. This yeah. guy, though, he gave me his business card and said he can do me a good deal in six months. So I think I'll be set. Alex is in Sydney. How old is your pillow, Alex? Uh, mine is roughly about twenty-two years old. Good lord! How? <laughs> so um, I've had it ever since I was ten. I'm thirty-two. Wow! And. I don't know. I've never really thought to change it. Um, it's still functional, <laughs> I guess. Mm. And, and is it still uh, fluffy, Alex? Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Um, it's one of those feather pillows. So mm. even when it, the the good thing about my one is that um, when I go to sleep, I need to have it flattened out. But then you know, if I want to read in bed and stuff, like I can puff it up and um, versatile and use it like that. Yeah. So it's pretty versatile. You sound like um, the salesman Dom was talking to. <laughs> Lots of different features. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, hold on a second. Can I just say, maybe I, I don't like. I was buying a latex pillow. Maybe feathered pillows do last longer. I'm not sure they'd last 22 years longer <laughs> than the six month. I'm still working. If it works, what's the issue? Well, I don't know. Maybe if you took it to a lab, yeah. like in CSI, you can wash them, can't you? Oh, uh, I tried to wash my pillows before I bought new ones. Yeah. Didn't go well. I'm not, I'm not saying put them in the washing machine. I'm yeah. saying there's probably a way to wash them. Yeah, I'm sure there probably is. Have you, you hang do? on, Alex, have you washed yours? Uh, no, I don't actually wash the pillow, but um, I use both a pillowcase and a pillow liner, and I wash those both uh, very regularly, like probably once a week. That's pretty good. And can I just say to anyone who has just tuned in, <laughs> yes, we are talking about pillow maintenance on the show tonight. Oh, is that where it crosses the line for well, you? Well, I just had a moment of realizing someone might have just tuned yeah, in. I had to me asking 14 Alex. minutes ago. <laughs> When you're asking, how old's your pillow? <laughs> um, Renee in Newcastle, uh, how old's your pillow? My pillows are only years old, but when I worked in the age and disability sector in the community, mm. I had a client that had this pillow probably about the age of what he was. Hang on. So, so what? There's a pillow so, 70 years old? I would dare say so. This pillow was disgusting. 
Wow, every okay. time us nurses went in there to help him out or change the bed, he would make sure no one touched that pillow, only change the pillow slip and make sure it was put back on his bed. Well, people you... do get uh, yeah. thingy about pillows because if that's the only pillow you can sleep on, yeah. well, you want to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, I am struggling with my new pillows. It's yeah, you've quite... got to work them in. It's quite hard. Can I ask, Renee, do you think the, the pillow was having any effect on his health or did, did that not seem to have any problems? Oh, there had got to be something happening. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, so what we've learned there is that clearly I've been lied to about the six months. Clearly the window is somewhere between 22 and 70 years. Somewhere in the middle of 22 and 70 years, a pillow is unusable and needs to be changed. So uh, six months' time, Yep. April next year, Yeah. are you going to be getting new pillows? I reckon I, after hearing Alex before Zach... I reckon I'll be hitting my 50th birthday before I go back to my oh, you one or the other, aren't you? <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so affordable to get in. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. And then you are in and you can write whatever you want. Kicking us off tonight, Zach, we do have someone I think you're going to enjoy having the presence of Gardening Australia Lover. Pops into the collective noun for Well, well, well. Mm. We meet at last. Is this a uh, is, there, is this like a warm family reunion for mm. you or is this something competitive? We'll find out. Well, I guess we will. Uh, they've just said, um, I firstly, can I just say, this is a bizarre one. They've started their entry with Hey Dom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not specifically targeted at me. I think they just believe that I am the one who deals with correspondence. Well, you're Which, reading it out. I suppose I am. They say, hey, Dom, I've listened to every one of your podcasts, and there should be a collective noun quiz. Um, I, I don't know if this is a game show style thing. We could get Grant Denyer to host it, potentially. Um, they've gone on to say, I saw a T-shirt you would like with the slogan, Crackers for Cheese with Wallace and Gromit on the moon. Would you like that? Well, I think I would like that. Did you have ever... you seen that? I loved Wallace and Gromit as a kid. Isn't it something about the moon being cheese? Yeah, uh, Wallace thinks that the moon's made of cheese. He, there is nothing Wallace loves more than cheese on crackers. I actually think my cheese addiction started with Wallace and Gromit. Mm-hmm. Did really you think the moon was made out of cheese? I, th- I have a feeling you thought that fairly recently. Oh, I did not think that. <laughs> okay, I give you enough. Uh, that's in my head show. somewhere as no. something that you said. I didn't think the moon was made of cheese recently. I did. Did once. you ever think it? Yes, I did. Yeah, and what did you think? What do you mean, what did I think? I what thought, a like, land that will be. <laughs> yeah. Well, because that's what everyone tells you that it's made of cheese. Well, and I believe they? them. Who? Uh, like, that's the common myth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I reckon maybe up till middle school, I believed that. And what's that? What's middle school? Uh, grade six, grade seven. Yeah. Um, that's when... See, they don't do that in the public system. <laughs> well, see, we uh, we watched the moon landing in a class once, and I was like, that was very dusty cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't even want to eat it after all that dust has been on it. <laughs> Idiots, NASA. Where do you reckon that idea came from, that the moon's made of cheese? It looks like cheese. Oh, because of the colouring. And the craters. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I'm on board now. Can I just say, if the moon was made of cheese, I'd sign up to the astronaut program. Yeah. I'd be first what, in line. And what would you do? Mm. Would you go head first out of the uh, spaceship? Well, or I would, would have, you no. land on your feet and then dip down with your hand and scoop some? I'd have a holster of cheese knives yeah. for different occasions. Yeah. I would then have a backpack, a dispenser backpack filled with different types of crackers. Yeah. I would have thought you maybe with a backhoe. Mm. You'd go and just like scoop yeah, up. Yeah, that's a big... not bad. That's not bad. They've got the the lunar rover. Yeah. I could just add like a forklift or some sort yeah. of scoop on that. Or how about you just going along on the uh, lunar rover? Yeah, and you put your arm out 
with a cracker mm. and you just drag it along the ground. That's pretty good. And just whoop straight That's in. Pretty good. Whoomp, However, in. The, well, the Earth kind of needs the moon, doesn't it, for lunar patterns? Sorry, for, for like tidal patterns and things like that. Like you'd be in trouble without the moon. Is that well, correct? You think you could eat a moon's worth of cheese? I reckon I'd. I would have enough of a dent that it yeah. would affect the Earth. <laughs> I reckon I would. I don't think that's possible. Well, I mean, remember who you're talking to here yeah. and have some manners. That's true. Uh-huh. And wouldn't that be the mm. next big significant step in the moon's journey? <laughs> that's that would be the next thing that <laughs> the whole world gets together to watch. Yeah. What I'm interested with that review mm. is nothing about Gardening Australia. No. No, nothing about Gardening Australia. Oh, no, at the very end, they do say, I love your gardening chat, Zach. Oh, there you go. So, can I, interestingly, they've spelled, and this is something I want to ask if you get a lot. They've spelled mm-hmm. your last name Z-A-C instead of Z-A-C-H. My last so name you spell my name. It. Sorry, your name. Z-A-C instead of Z-A-C-H. Yeah. Do you get Z-A-C more often than Z-A-C-H? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've noticed. I, I feel like you do. It's interesting. Z-A-C and Z-A-C-K are probably more common. Yeah, right. But you go by Z-A-C-H. What, what do you mean I go by? That's how you spell my name. <laughs> that's, that's what you prefer. Just for people entering. That's what I prefer. F- that's yeah. what's written on my birth certificate. <laughs> I didn't have a say in it. <laughs> if you could change your name, though, what would you go with it? Nothing. I'd go Jason. Would you? I always thought Jason was such a cool name in school. Why is that? I don't know. Jason always felt like the cool kid name. Uh, the reason I loved the name Jason when I was a kid was yeah. because of the Red Power Ranger. Okay, I didn't watch Power Rangers, but so that, would have that. Done, that would have done enough to win me over, no yeah. doubt. Um, but anyway, look, maybe we can look at that down the track. Maybe I can have a secret identity. I am pretty I'm... upset at Gardening Australia at the moment. Though. Why? Because uh, they're off till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Costa's got to have some time with his family. Well, Zach. they're putting up stuff on their social media that they're still filming. So I'm like, well, this better be a pretty good Christmas episode. <laughs> If you're starting now. <laughs> uh, next up in the forum, we have J.R. Dan popping by saying, I 100% support this anchovies Christmas challenge. This is last week. I believe I listened to your podcast, suggested that I should eat anchovies to get Christmas rewards. We shut that down very quickly. So J.R. Dan, stop trying to add to the, the fuels of the fire here. Um, but they, they've gone on to say, J.R. Dan goes on to say, we are definitely in need of a Dom's Dreams segment. Um, they're very unexpected. Please make it happen. Because I, ha- I guess I've shared a few of my dreams lately on the show. You do have a dream journal, don't you? I do have a dream journal. I, I know my dreams. Let, you won't let anyone look at it. Well, no, I feel it's a bit personal to read my dreams. You're in a lot of them. I'm in a lot of your dreams. <laughs> You're in my dreams a, a fair bit, yeah. Okay. Um, over the weekend, I had a dream that you and I went to get pizza together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you did a runner and I had to pay. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know what that one's telling me. Do some analysis on that dream. Um, um, that you like pizza. Yep. And I like running away from our social <laughs> engagements. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. Anyway, we can look into a Dom's Dream segment. A lot of them are pretty boring, though. Yeah. They're not all interesting. No. You, you, you get the crackers on the show. Do you know what I mean? Not all of them are me holding a newborn olive. Yeah. Are some of them just like you buying new pillows and stuff? Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. What well, the joke here, for those who haven't caught on, is Zach suggesting that my talk about pillows earlier in the show was so dull... That he would have rather yeah. hear about my dreams. Anyway, moving on. I think the pillow chat went great, by the way. Better than I'd hoped. Yeah. Better than I'd hoped. Well, it was interesting um, to hear a 70-year-old pillow. Wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that great fun? Uh, next up, we have Kit Kat M popping by the forum. Kit Kat M just says, uh, there is nothing like listening to two people who enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, oh, uh, uh, tell us where to find that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We'd love to listen to it. <laughs> Amazingly, Kit Kat says in brackets, I can hear Zach's sarcastic retort here. <laughs> wow, I didn't know. That's very 
very predictable. <laughs> preempt- become. Yeah, I have preempted you. Um, which is, uh, well, look, thank you, Kit Kat M. We, <laughs> I enjoy Zach's company. And Zach? Yeah, I enjoy your company too, There Tom. we go. Thank you. I Just mean, I'm going to miss. Not when we're getting pizza. No, apparently not. I was saying the other day, because we, we're having some time off over the Christmas break, yeah. not too far away. I was like, I'm going to miss, you know, coming in to hang out with Zach every night. Yeah. I'm Do really you think you'll come in? Um, could I record? I might yeah. be able to record a few things I could say, like That's a soundboard. Yeah, and I could and pretend I'm doing the show. And, yeah, because remember when you used to pretend that you're on Australian Idol and you're a kid <laughs> and you used to tee up yeah. you used to tee up the YouTube video of the judges giving people <laughs> <laughs> and you would sing in your room and then, <laughs> and then hit off all the judges' feedback. Well, not all the judges. I would just get Mark Holden giving me a touchdown. Yeah. Mostly. We could do something similar to that. Yeah, and also... And I would just record some... Again, that's one of the stories I told you in confidence. That's from my... We've pro- spoken about that we? on the show. Yeah, how okay. you're on your bed with the broom singing into it. Yeah, that and was then prior- you would I was ask, in grade four. You would ask you. YouTube... That couldn't have been in year four. YouTube wasn't around then. 2000... And, well, well, that's true, actually. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> that paints a concerning image for how old I was when I was doing that. Um, uh, next in the forum, Zach, we have Victoria Page dropping by, and I swear I had nothing to do with this review. They've just said, uh, love the show. By the way, Dom, you're really hot, XX. Mm. So, well, I mean, what can I say, Zach? I, uh, you talk enough dairy. And eventually people just can't help themselves. Yeah. I was thinking this recently about whether or not the, the dairy chat is something that would appeal to the ladies. Well, it would appeal to someone who mm. you should have as a partner. Yeah, right. Do you okay. know what I mean? This yeah. is what I always say to you. Yeah. If there, you don't want, mm. you got to be yourself because yeah. that's who you want to be with, don't you? So you want someone who loves you dairy and all. That's so deep. They love you because of the dairy. Well, can we get someone to put that into a quote? Yep. There's a deli near me that sold brie wheels the size of a pizza. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Would you be interested in that? Well, it depends if it's holidays. Yeah. yeah. That's, but that's a holiday cheese. You don't have, you, I, my body wouldn't be able to handle all of that in a working year. Do you mm. know what I mean? You'd need to be mentally and physically switched off. Yeah. On Christmas day, I could do it. Maybe that's your Christmas gift from me this year. <laughs> well, there we go. Maybe I can go it. see if I can track down a big old wheel of brie. <laughs> yep. And that's what we'll do over the break to tide you over. Yeah, that's it. That's you know when good. you leave the dogs at home when you're on holidays <laughs> and up. you give them a bone to keep them <laughs> occupied? Uh, that is all we've got time for in the forum tonight. If you don't want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collecting Down on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your emission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll do that next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Earlier in the show, Zach, I did mention to you that I bought some new pillows over the weekend. Uh, In the song, you did say it was some of the most boring stuff we've put to air on this show. And I I have been a bit hurt by how anti my pillow chat you've been tonight. I feel it's unreasonable. What, you want to do more pillow chat? Well, I want to do a little bit more pillow chat if you'll allow me to. Because well, I didn't say it's the most boring thing we've said on this show. You by insinuated the way. it. There's been much worse. <laughs> I guess that's true. Set the bar low. Uh, but while I was pillow shopping, Zach, I did. Um, like, there's a wide range of pillows to choose from at the place I went to, and all of these pillows have different marketing slogans, different ways they try to get you to buy their pillow. Mm. Now there was one particular brand. I'm sending you a picture here that I just want you to read out. They've written a blurb on the back of this pillow. This is right. a this is a three hundred and twenty dollar pillow. I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Can so you just is read that out? the one you got? This is no. This is the the deluxe top top of the range. Do you want? 
Can you just read it out? Read out what the blurb is. The whole thing? The whole thing. It's like a whole paragraph. I know, but it's beautiful. Sleep is where we spend almost a third of our lives. So true. It's an extension of our very souls. (laughs) It is. Our daily ritual of escape. Mm. It's our welcomed shut eye. Yep. A moment alone. For some, it's pure passion. It's the place of our wildest dreams. How stunning. And then it's got three lines in bold. We are the dreamers. We are Dentons. That's the brand. This is where dreams are made. Now, is that not as stirring as Oh Captain, My Captain from Dead Poet Society when yeah. they stand on the table? Well, there's someone from a marketing <laughs> company flexing there. <laughs> what do you mean? They go and have a look at this. They've obviously <laughs> yeah. fancied themselves a bit of a philosopher. <laughs> yeah. They obviously didn't get an opportunity yeah. to start a podcast. So instead... <laughs> well, true. They've gone, well, how about I try to scratch this itch with Dentons? <laughs> well, it is interesting. The pillow makers. Because they had the cheapest pillow available uh, in the section next to it. And the cheapest pillow just had plastic with pillow written on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit like, of a difference. Well, it's not Dentons, is it? No, it's not Dentons. But simplicity sometimes wins. <laughs> uh, that is all we've got time for on the show tonight. If you do want to hear it back, you can search for Collected Hand on iTunes and get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.